Hey family, you're tuning in to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Pardon any technical difficulties as we are recording live on the Zoom platform. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy. Lights, camera, action. Some people thought I quit and I ain't giving satisfaction. From a different era, writing rhymes up on napkins. What you had to say was more important, man, than traffic. Yeah, I'm talking back to speaking the contemporary. What's good, family? And welcome to another episode of Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. This episode is sponsored by Sonic Artist Cafe. I'm your host, Jimmy Bonds, along with my co-host, Ty T.Y. What's good, Ty? How you feeling? All good in the neighborhood, JB. Live from the 215, baby. Live from the 215. You know how we do. And you know, I can't forget my other co-host, the lovely Miss T with the T. She's not here with us today, but she's always here with us in spirit. Moving right along, family. Remember, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-W-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com also fam remember follow us on instagram at jimmy bonds podcast on twitter at podcast bonds and make sure you join the jimmy bond podcast facebook group so we continue to open the dialogue also 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 make sure you subscribe and like and comment on our videos on philadelphia radio youtube channel as well as the jimmy bond podcast youtube channel go like us go subscribe to us we got some videos for you well family tonight 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 we are moving right along we have a special topic this topic is very important as all our topics I say are, but this topic is very important because it concerns something, concerns us, black men. For this podcast, I got some good brothers that, I'm, that are coming on with us to share their experience, to share their stories. And family, tonight we're going we're gonna to be talking about the black man experience. And we're going to be talking about it in different facets. We can talk about it at different levels. But tonight I brought my man all the way from back home, my hometown, <laughs> my stomping grounds, DC, my man Kelvin Duvall. What's up, Kev? How you feeling, man? How you? I'm feeling? wonderful, wonderful, Jimmy. How you doing, man? Doing well, man. Doing well, bro. Open yeah, it down bro. for you here in the DC area. Listen, man. Listen. You know, being 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 at home, I'm jealous. I miss oh. home. <laughs> I tell people that all the time. I ain't been home in about seven years, eight years now. But you know, home is is a very special place to me, family. DC is very special to me, family. So. You know, if you're, if you're from D.C. or you you live in D.C., shout out to you. Much love to you. We all up here in Philly sending love down to D.C. So, but tonight, family, we're going to talk about this topic. And I kind of should give you a little backstory about how this got started in a way. So we interviewed a friend of ours, L Boogie. Go back and listen to the L Boogie interview. It's fantastic. You can check it out right now. But my, my friend, L Boogie, sent me to my man, Kelvin. She said, you know, you need to talk to Kelvin because Kelvin is always talking about how black men are forgotten. And I, I I couldn't agree more. I said, what? Let me talk to Kelvin. Let me see what's going on with Kelvin. So I called Kelvin up. Me and Kelvin got to talk for about two minutes. We were just shooting the breeze or whatever. Next thing you know, the whole conversation turned into a whole hour and a half conversation about what we go through as black men and how black men are, are forgotten and how our issues are, are really put on the back burner at all times. That is not important to nobody. You know, it got me thinking about how we needed to have this conversation in a more public realm, in a more public form, so people can really understand our experience. Now, the disclaimer I'm going to put on this show, okay, family, this is not women bashing. This has nothing to do with us bashing women. This has nothing to do with us not loving Black women or women in general. This is more about us and our experience. If you have any issues with what we're talking about, get out your feelings. This is about how we are as Black men. So, Kelvin, 
I want to kick it off. We're going to talk about, you know, I got a couple topics we're going to definitely cover, but I want to kick it off with you kind of explaining the story of how you told Lynn that there isn't anything for black men, how a lot of, a lot of things are for a lot of programs, a lot of nonprofit organizations are for women. Um, so I want to just, you know, jump into that. Just talk about that experience with you, conversation you had with Elle about it. Okay. So we were having a conversation on the phone, you know, just talking about things. And uh, I was saying uh, during the political season how, and it was right around the time they were talking about a Black Supreme Court woman being nominated. So, you know, we just started talking about that. And I said, you know, as a Black man, I don't feel like my vote matters. I don't feel like I matter. And I feel like I'm invisible to Black women only when they need something from me when it comes to physical type of labor, right? Some type of protection. Other than that, I felt like it didn't matter. So she and I was having a conversation and uh, I said, whenever a man talks about what a man should do, and, you know, talking about men, and I was saying how I should get some guest men together, you know, you know, to talk about different things. She said, oh, you also want to look at uh, Mrs. So-and-so or Dr. So-and-so. And I said, Lynn, you just did exactly what I said women do. That whenever men talk about empowering men, that women have to come in and say, oh, you need to talk to this woman. And I said, that's, and she didn't realize that she did it, but she said, oh, wow. I said, so yeah, it's like, we really don't have a voice. So how you feel about that? What do, what do you think? I mean, because what, what he said was 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 it hit home with me. Like we don't have a voice. Our voice yeah. is not heard. You know, and unless unless we ball players and millionaires, they don't really care about how we feel. You know what I'm saying? So Ty, how you, what you feel about that, Ty? Yes. Well, you know, I always state the same thing: our voices are not heard. I don't feel the need for us to vote in a system that's not for us, wasn't designed for us, wasn't by us, and we have no say so. Again, like like Kelvin said. They have programs out here for women that has resources attached to it where they can get business started, homes, numerous things. But when it comes to us, we don't have those resources available to us. And if we do have them, there's not many and we don't know about them. One of the biggest problems I do have is us calling ourselves Black or labeling ourselves Black because Black has no standing in the law whatsoever. So I think that's part of the problem with us as far as trying to get things we have to classify ourselves and don't let somebody else classify us for us if that makes sense you know what i'm saying like we have to do away with the term black first of all and we have to come at it from a different approach to we're going to do for ourselves we're not going to allow you to label us mislabel us or relabel us just to take things away from us and i think we have to start from within and then bring it without bring it out but again, we have to start somewhere, you know, and we got to remove that black term first. We got to get that out the way. You know, I always said that, that we're, we're men before yeah. we're black men. Yeah. You know, that like we're, regardless of the fact I wake up, I'm a man. I'm a black man. That, as, 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 as Ty would say, we're going to try to change that narrative of what they gave us. But I'm a man. I just happen to be be this particular shade. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's just in general. And I mean. And I, and I know, and with our Caucasian brothers, it's, it's a little bit different because they don't have the same experiences as we do. But um, there, I mean, we're all men, so we have some of the same emotions, the same ideals, the same feelings that are often not paid attention to. You know what I mean? And like one of the things that you talked about, the programs, the the, the aspects of of the, the resources that are out there. I mean, if you ever notice, the government will always make a program or make something for uh, minorities and women. OK, that's what they always say. This, this, you know, this is for this is for the minorities and women, for the for the women that, you know, whatever, like you say, they get better, they get better 
Often they get better positions, they get better resources to start starting businesses, but we're minorities too. So how come we're not included in that in that whole demographic of people they're talking about? We're minorities just as much as 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 a as a black woman is a minority, or even Hispanic woman, or even an Asian woman. A lot of times when they're talking about minorities, they're not talking about any other race but ours. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I mean at the end of the day, it's more about how how and why we don't get the uh, not even the attention. We don't even get the seeds, the crumbs that they put out there to even uh, even start a business for us. Everybody's always talking about people, black black people trying to find capital. You know how hard it is for black people to find <laughs> financing to start anything. You know they, they, they right. our ideas our ideas are phenomenal, but they have the hardest time financing our ideas for some odd reason. They can put money into so many other things that that fail, that completely fail. But when it comes to us, they're like, I don't know about you. I don't know. You know, you you black guys don't pay your bills. I don't know. You guys stereotypes wanna, start to come you, out. You guys want to all you want to do is buy fancy cars and buy chains <laughs> and chase women. That's all you want to do. That's it. You know, and that's that's the that's our narrative. You know, and at the end of the day, it's it's like it's like no, not all of us are like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And to be honest, you're really talking more about a, a small percentage of us. To be honest with you. You know, in all, in all honesty, because that small percentage is what the, the, the media takes and portrays us as. But at the end of the day, there is a large sum of us who are not doing what they say we're doing, who are who are trying to start businesses, who had to start it from scratch and put their own money into it. Ty, you hear me? Yeah. Put it, put their own money into it. Make sure that, you know, they control it themselves and nobody else comes in and, and assimilates it or, or takes it takes it from them. I mean, it's it is a constant battle for us to be the men we are in this country. The fact that the women don't understand that or they feel like when we talk about it, we're, we're bashing them or putting them down. And we just want y'all to listen. That's all we want. We just want you to hear what we have to say and in and, and totality, not in a in a place where, you know, you get you get your emotions. No, listen to what we got to say, because I guarantee you what we're telling you, our perspective is just as important as yours. You know what I mean? It's just as important as you hearing what, what we have to say. So, you know. One of the aspects that one of the things that one of the subjects I kind of wanted to cover was like, you know, our careers and how a lot of times in the jobs that we work in the places that we work, we are often kind of on the bottom of the totem pole. Like I'll give you an example, even with me, for example, I mean, I work in an office where I work in an investment bank and I'm pretty much a glorified receptionist. Right. But I got a degree. I've been a manager before in financial institutions. I mean, at 26, I was managing banks. So what what, how am I qualified? How am I not qualified to do whatever else that you you need me to do? How am I not qualified? You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, they want me. They want me coming on the bottom. You didn't. You didn't tell the white boy that that got the same. I probably don't have as much as I, experience as I have. You didn't tell him you want him to start at the bottom. You want him to be a financial consultant and sitting and sit in the office. I got to sit out here and talk to these people all day. You know what I mean? And yeah. in in a large in a large sum of things, you start looking at that. You're like, why this this has nothing to do with whether I can do the job or not. This has to do with your pecking order where you want to put me. You know what I'm saying? Kel, what do you think about that, Kel? Am I, am, I, am, I, am I right or am I wrong? 100% right. Um, I work in corporate America as well. And uh, I'm part of what we have, a black employee network at my company, right? Famous company, not going to say the name. And uh, we were having a meeting and I was asking how come we don't have programs that uh, I see people like me in, in leadership, right? 
And so um, the person who was in charge of it was a black woman. So, you know, I felt like and, and all the employees were black. And we were having a, you know, a candid discussion. And she said, we do have a program uh, for black people to become managers. I said, oh, OK. I said, I never saw anything. She said, you probably didn't get the email because I only sent it to black women is what she told me. So I said, so you mean to tell me that whenever there's an opportunity for black people to progress, that we have to now fight between the genders? Right. We just can't look at black people as a whole and say, you know what, let's take the best qualified black person. And it has to be let's take the woman. Right. Because now yeah. we understand that for some reason we were feeling like that the women, um, their, their voices are being heard. And, and, yeah. and to be quite honest, even when they said that uh, the, the voting block of the black female is the one that put Biden in the White House. Yeah. Forgetting that Representative James Clyburn was the one who gave the go ahead as a black man to say, you. oh, you know what, we're going to endorse him. And so we forget this. And when President Obama was elected, um, awesome time, you know, we said it's a it's a it's a victory for black people. Yeah. Sister Kamala Harris gets elected and the black women say, look at what black women are doing. Yeah. And exactly. again, you forget about the brothers. Right. Exactly. Um, and so we, we come out when we when it was Black Lives Matter it was George Floyd. It seems like the only time we are ever considered in the media is when there's uh, something so egregious in our community when we've committed a, a crime or we're being murdered by the police. You know, you don't see brothers like us on here, these four brothers, who are doing some things to try to make a difference in their community. I mean, I consider myself, I'm a community leader and I try to do things, but man, most of the backlash that I get comes from black women trying to tell me. You, you, you're not, you, 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 I, I, nice to meet you, Kat. My name's Terrence. Um, <laughs> hold, hold up we, to you, hold up to you, hold up to you. My, my bad, Kat. But ladies and gentlemen, so let me let me introduce my you. Bad. My, my bad, uh, brother. You good? You are so good. Let me introduce you. I love you. it, man. Terrence Henry from the Terrence Henry Experience Podcast. My brother up here in Philly. Listen, this is my brother. This bull. I talk to him practically every day, <laughs> morning, <laughs> noon, and night. I'm telling you, this is this is my bull. T. So we what we're talking about, brother, is is what we're always talking about as far as corporate America and how it's hard for us to to, to advance in corporate America as black men. Right. And right. You know, Reverend Kelvin's talking, he's giving his experience. So, I mean, you, you, you was about to jump in. So, go ahead, bro. Jump in. Jump in, bro. Yeah, come on, Terrence, dude. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> what's up, T? Um, you know, it's crazy because we're the most idolized. You know, uh, I was telling somebody today is that everybody wants to be us, but nobody wants our position. Everybody wants to be us. Nobody wants our position. And the problem is, is that when you incorporate you know, and you are, you could be good. It's an issue. It's a problem for black men. And the only thing is, is that they want us just to be obedient, you know? And, you know, when it's a dominant corporation that's dominantly white, there's no positions for us, you know? And I, I tell people all the time, when you, when you go to a corporation, go to a job and you notice, like, you see a guy sitting there, he may have been there like five, 10 years. And you ask him, like, why are you never getting the management? He said, he never paid no money. But then you see the white guy in there. I said, well, why? He got it because they're not given the same opportunity. So you're mm -hmm. gonna so even if he does take it, he's gonna get scrutinized a lot more. Mm -hmm. They're gonna get they're gonna pile up his workload, you know, and they're gonna get him all frustrated. You know, it's like it's it's like a lose-lose. And I hear um black women say all the time, you know, oh um, uh, I got in the management, I did this. I said, you can't take his position. You can't take his position. He's not worrying about you. Everything that we do, I tell him, everything that we do, we dominate and we do it so, and, and we do it with ease. It's not, it's, it's, once we figure something out, we do it 10 times better and it makes simple logic to us because black men are, are we're born leaders. We're just born leaders across the board. They know that. Some of us don't know that. So when we walk into these offices and how they look at us, we're hated by them. The black women hate us. You know, we only, we only, 
viewed for two things, making their kids and leaving them alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, where where do we where do we fit in? And don't we we can't speak up. There's no room to speak up. It's like, how? <laughs> it's like if you damn if you do, damn if you don't. They, they don't want us to say nothing to you. They they don't they want no, us to keep our mouth shut. You know, that's oh, that man. that's the old that's the old the old slave way, the old slavery days of, of things, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just shut up, do your work, do get in the field, do what I tell you to do, and don't ask no questions. You, and and you, you're going to take what I give you and like it, which is why we always talking about why we got to be entrepreneurs, why, why it's important for us to be entrepreneurs. But then we go we back to, to we go back to the same thing we were just talking about, Kel, Kelvin and Ty, about how we, we want to become entrepreneurs. But the resources that are out there for, to, for us to start a business, to jumpstart a business or a startup, they don't give to us. Jim, Jim, just the thing. It's not that they're not there. They're not going to tell you about it. It's a tax write off. You get what I'm saying? If it's free money out there, nobody claims it, they take it. Oh, yeah, so you really sure. got to go in there. You got to look and find these resources. They out there every day, but they're not going to tell you about it. But but that's what I'm saying. They're not going to tell us about it, but there are nonprofit organizations for women that let these oh, women yeah. know that that these resources are there. Ty, I mean, Ty, am yeah. I wrong or am I right, Ty? Well, if you look at it, why don't they have these resources available to us? There's a they reason because they don't want us to have them because they know that we will empower our own people. We will empower our communities, our families, and that's the biggest thing that they fear, us empowering our families and our communities. They don't want that. One of the things that you mentioned, Terrence, was how in the workplace, I call it a stratagem for our division. They pit Mm -hmm. us against the Black women. They allow her to get those higher advancements while we have to sit and struggle for it. And in most cases, we don't hire, nor do we fire. Right. We got to take all the BS and the DS that comes with it. Again, they always pit us against the women and we're going back and forth with the black woman. But at the same time, we don't hire and fire and they put no. them in positions of power. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they're using that power based off what they were told by the oppressor to begin with. Exactly. We need you to run the exactly. business this way, exactly. handle it this way. Yep. And a lot of times without the proper training. Yeah, because you go into a lot of places and, you know, our women don't have the proper training and a lot of emotion. And that's the problem. The emotion. (laughs) Yes. The emotion. Yeah. Would you say T? Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. So the last two jobs that I was at, well, one of them I'm I'm at right currently now is uh, what I've noticed is that I was me and you, Jim, was talking about this. I came at the job. They told me it's a lot of money. You can't tell me something where it's a lot of, I can make a lot of money. I'm not thinking about how hard it is. I ain't, I, listen, I can make this? Cool. I think when I got out of training, I got a training. The first two weeks I was there, dominating, dominating. The guy, the supervisor, the director came over to my desk and asked me, what are you working on? I said, I'm working on what's on the computer. I was like, it's here. He said, you can't work that list. I said, well, everybody else is working that list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he said, oh, I'm sorry. I went out, I had COVID for two weeks, did 11. They were mad. Came back, dominated again. They're going to say, hey, we're going to put you in training. <laughs> That's exactly what they did. <laughs> they put me in training for a whole week. Took you off Came, the floor. Took me off the floor. Guess what? I still beat them. January, dominate. Remember I showed you the uh, the uh, yeah. gym? I showed you the gym. I, I was yeah. leading. Yeah. We have a meeting. They say, listen, we've been audited. Whatever deals that y'all feel like y'all have, take yourselves out of them. I'm like, I ain't taking shit away. 
ain't taking nothing. Y'all do that. You want to audit? Y'all audit. I'm not the audit department. And who would I know what to do and what not to do? They took my deals away from me. Because you was doing too much. And you just got there. Doing too much. You just got doing there. Too much. Just got there. I was making so much money. And they were trying to figure out, how did he come in here like this and do that? Yep. Well, this is a couple things. It's called training. This is what you do. It's called experience. Yeah, experience. This is how you do it. And this is how much you can make. Right. That's not hard for me. No. It's not hard. No. So I mean, but, mad. But, but they so don't they want did all of this. Yep. Now what they did is they turned off the faucet. They was like, okay, we can't allow this to happen. So now they made it 10 times harder for me to get where I was at last month because they saw where I was projected to make over six figures or six figures alone. I was I mean, going to make between, they told me, this is what happened. They told me, my supervisor told me, you was in projection to make anywhere from 180 to 250,000 for the year. Yeah, they couldn't have you making that money. I mean, they they couldn't have it. I mean, but you know, and 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 you just even sharing your experience of of that. I mean, when we walk into a job, any position that we have, we are all we're, we're met with resistance immediately. You know what I'm right. saying? And and if you're not one of them people that that's the go along and get along, which sometimes you know I'm not. I'm real outspoken in some areas. You you start feeling like I don't belong here. I gotta find me something else. But no matter where you go. It's gonna be the same thing. Yeah, and with the women too. With the women, like, with the women as well, it's gonna be the same thing. Without when, when I was working in, in DC, Kel, when I was working in DC, every supervisor I had was a woman. Everyone, she was a black woman, as a matter of fact. And and when I got to, when I when I the last position I had there, it was it was a gay man. I mean, for for what it for what I'm saying, I'm sitting here like you know I was able yeah. to do all this stuff and learn as fast as I did, but I'm still being supervised by people who are, they, they put against us. You know what I mean? So it's... Yeah. And you're so right about that. And I was thinking, um, and in no way are we saying by our experiences that Black women who have those upper management positions, that they earned it, right? They robbed right. it. And I know right. some, I work with some phenomenal, phenomenal women For that sure. are Black, I mean, that are professional, that are classy, For sure. um, don't, don't operate in their emotions. And I mean, I'm around a, a great group of women that I, I actually learn from, right? And so we're not saying in any way that they haven't earned the right to be there. No. What no, we're okay, saying no, is that, right. So what we're saying is that they've earned that right, but they won't give us that right, even though we right? Exactly. Exactly. So, because, you know, and even having a discussion with uh, friends of mine, you know, and I'm, and I'm all for, you know, women being equal and all that. So a woman asked me one time, do you think women in the WNBA should make as much as men in the NBA? I said, absolutely not. She called me that she said, oh, well, you, you're a sexist. I was like, no. I said, so would you go to pay, buy a ticket to the game? If that's the case, I'm going to watch what I'm comfortable with watching, right? right. I play ball. So I want right. to watch men play ball. Right. You should go support your women. And if right. you guys generate the revenue to pay it just as much as the men, then God bless you. Yeah. But my thing is, if they're, I mean, you only play, what, 30 games a year? It's 82 games a year, you know, and they're better, better quality ball in my position. Yeah. And so I, I get all of that. But I was having a conversation and I said, you know, if you all, if you want equal treatment, so let's look at child support guidelines, right? <laughs> see, now, so, see, now, see, now, see, now you get into a subject we was, we was going to cover anyway. Yeah, so. I'm a, I'm a, I don't oh, know about that. We, 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 we so let, talk about let me reverse that. We're going to talk let, about let, this anyway. Let, let, okay, so let me let me go ahead and reverse. But So I, I'll wait till it comes up. But it's just to me a thought that sometimes they don't see us, right? They don't see us. And, and I'm going to tell you, 
whenever I see a black woman, my first thing is I'm going to protect. I don't have to know her. My job is to protect her. Right. You know, I'm a Christian used to go to church. And I've always said, you know, how come black men don't go to church? Because you see one man talking to all the women, they're worshiping him. And so there's a thing that's called transference, right? So when you start talking to someone about your issues, you start to transfer your emotional feelings to that person you're talking about your issues. For sure. right? So they're not going to talk to you and tell you the real truth. They're going to continue to, to talk to you in a way that's going to continue because church has become a business now. I'm going to be honest. It, it is business. It's big business, man. Right. And so now the, the, the black women are the biggest tithers in the church. Oh, yeah, for right? sure. Black women are the biggest. So I'm not going to say something bad to mess up my money. Right. And so <laughs> what we do is we keep them down by not telling them the truth. And so I was in church one time and I asked women, if it was a, a married man, if there was a guy who was in a relationship and a single guy, which one as a single woman would you get advice for, for trying to, you know, have a man interested in you? Each and every woman said the married man and the single man, I mean, and the, uh, the relationship, but I'm the one that's the demographic who's the single man. So you should listen to the things that I'm saying you want. Right. right. I don't go to somebody who's making sixty thousand dollars to seventy thousand dollars to find out how to be a millionaire. I'm going to go to the person that's a millionaire. Yeah. So this is this twisted way of logic and thinking that they don't even see that the thing that you want is the thing that you won't even listen to. Yeah, that's crazy. Kelvin, you just mentioned the key word right there. You said logic. Yeah. By, yeah. By, by nature, women are emotional and men are logical. Yeah. We're supposed to balance each other out. But that's been one of our biggest problems when we're dealing with each other. By right. nature, they're emotional. That's right. just their nature. But they don't seek to balance their emotions out. You have some that do. Don't get me wrong. Some women right. do. But for the most part, they're on 60 miles an hour, all emotion. And if you're making decisions based off your emotion in your relationships, your career, your finances, your, your children, it causes problems. And we're looking at it from a logical standpoint. Right. So you just got thunder and lightning and hot and cold, light <laughs> and dark. That's, that's, that's what you're getting. You, but that's you the know, key thing. You know I mean? I'm, I'm going to say this. And I, I, I know Terrence, he's itching, man. He's, this is so I'm going <laughs> to say this. Um, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm, just, I'm taking all this in. I had a conversation with a friend of mine and we were talking and uh, she said, how come you're not married or, you know, say, you know, seeing anyone seriously? I said, well, I just don't think that women are happy. You can't please them. And she's like, that's not true. I said, no. And I said, let me let me explain to you why. I said that Eve was the first woman created. She lived in paradise, the Garden of Eden. She still and she was the first of the sexes to be deceiving and to lie. She got deceived and she lied. Right. So she was in paradise and that wasn't even good enough. So how can me how can I fight that? Because your spirit now says that, you know what, I'm always going to want something better. There's no level of satisfaction that yeah. I feel. Yeah. Right? No contentment so, yeah. whatsoever. None. None. No contentment. They, they could care less about being content. Thank you. That's the word right there. Contentment <laughs> is the new word for the year. <laughs> Thank you, yes. less, bro. Look, look, Thank you, look, less. Go ahead, go ahead, Terrence. Drop go ahead, Ter it, yeah, T. Go ahead, go no, ahead. We're we gonna take I, a break. I, go ahead, I, but I, I want you get your get your thought in, bro. No, I I really just think that like it's a it's a it's a listening session for me right now because like everything that's been said, like I got questions. You know what I mean? Because you know, like because I'm I'm 39 years old and being single, you run into these women now. Like they either they have children, they want to get married, they still these things. But when I ask specific questions. They get a little flustered. They they want things, but I don't. There's nothing. It's like they want every something. Let me make this disclaimer. This is not all black women, by the way. Let's be clear of that because we, you know. But I just feel like when I run into them and I have like try to have intellect conversations with them, they just 
they don't, I think some of them just don't get it. Like you said, they're happy. And they, it's always, I want, I want, I want. Not we, we this, that. I'm trying to do this with my, it's always significant other. And then I sit there and then they get mad when you ask certain questions. Like, well, what, what type of wife would you be in these situations? Or what's that? And they get mad at you. They get like, you, you about to like tear their neck off. And I just be like, yo, I'm asking questions because you want to say you want to be a wife. Like, you know what responsibility and duty that is? So that's saying, if we go to this altar now, we talk about all the times, you know, rich for poor, better for worse, you know, like that. And the yeah. most things that we break up on is finances. Yeah. And I'll be scratching my head. And I'm like, yo, these are simple things that are not being talked about. Nope. And people have these, they have these conversations on these other podcasts and they not, they're not, they're not asking real questions nah. to mm. challenge their mind. Nah, nah. And then, you know, to be honest with you, when you start challenging people, people, people feel like, like you're challenging their, their, you're challenging their intelligence, or you're challenging the people they are. But really, we have to though. What, what, not, and this, this is what it is. Like you know, this, this podcast, the podcast we created, Ty, it was created to challenge the norms. Right. It was created to challenge societal's culture and ideals about any aspect of life. And for mm-hmm. us, pretending, particularly for us, when you start looking at when we challenge them, they go away. Instead of, but when they challenge us, they expect us to step into the plate. They expect us to, to be, to be super superheroes practically. And in a, in a challenge, a lot of times I feel like, like it has to be equal fitting. If it's not equal, if we not as as and Kelvin, you hear me, we ain't equally yoked. If we ain't, if we ain't on the same boat, and Come we, on. If, if I'm on a boat with you and you ain't got a paddle as well, then I ain't being with you. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Because that 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 to me makes it seem like. Like you only in this to see how much how much work I can do for you, and this isn't a work for you. This is a work for us together, us, not you, not me, yep. us. And and I think a lot of times when, when people get in relationships, they start thinking about themselves so much more than mm-hmm. the bigger picture of how this can work together. I mean, and you know, we the, the next segment I was going to go into was definitely relationships. That was definitely something we're going to go into. So this is a great segue. You know, Terrence, I want you to hold your thought real quick, bro. Don't forget what you was going to say, all right? I also want to congratulate my man on this podcast right here. Terrence, happy birthday, brother. I love bro, you. Appreciate it. I'm glad, man. You got to see another Thank year. You. I God gave you another year, bro. So happy birthday, man. You know, yeah. like th- 39. And listen, 39 is nothing to be shy about, bro. So congratulations, oh, man. Oh, nah. Super celebration. I, him, I tell him, 39. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I I say that because some of us ain't made it to that point, bro. So you know what I mean. Yeah. You, you get to the, you get to this point. It's a lot to be a lot to be thankful for, man. So congratulations, yeah. brother. Happy birthday, man, from from the family, bro. So yeah, bro. Uh, Remember, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244 Again, it's 844-844-1244 You can also email us at Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com Again, it's Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com It's J I double M Y B O N D S Podcast at gmail.com you listen to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. I'm Jimmy Bonds. You listen to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. I'm out. Peace. Fam, that's going to wrap the show. We want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We ask you to leave your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com now remember family we are still in the COVID-19 pandemic so please 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 remember to wash your hands wear a mask and practice social distancing also remember to take nothing for granted and value every opportunity you have with your friends your family and your loved ones for in these times 
Every moment is sacred. So until the next episode, you can find me on Good Hope Road, screaming, stay up, don't sleep in your dreams. I'm Jimmy Bonds, and I'm out. Fight on, come on. Fight on.